0: Welcome to Bookpile Banter. This is Amberlee with Sarah and Kim. And today we are doing our rapid read discussion for Sandband issues 11 through 20. This story is by Neil Gaiman. And the plot is now that Dream has obtained his items of power, he is faced with a new problem to solve. He must find the lost dream creatures and track down the Dreaming Vortex. Meanwhile, the granddaughter of Unity, Unity Kincaid, Rose is trying to find her brother Jed, and woven throughout are new characters such as Hob, Calliope, and the cats. Um, so, I realized last time I totally timelined this wrong. We have not seen the show yet. I thought we were going to be recording this after the show had come out. I don't know why. Um, so this will still contain no spoilers for the show, because we haven't seen it. So I am excited. I get to see it a couple days early. Um, so, yay!
1: Why are you making it? I nowadays, don't get to Kim? be there. No, because it's, it it's this
0: weekend? No, it's August. I get to watch it August 3rd and it comes out August oh. 5th. I don't
1: get home until the
0: <laughs> 5th. Yeah, so you'll you'll be able to watch it at the same time everybody else can watch it. <clears throat> and
1: Sarah's them. not watching
0: it. So <laughs> um Okay, so Kim, what did you think? of these issues that you managed to read because full disclosure
1: you didn't I, say, I didn't
2: how many did I you didn't read? get all the way through them um you
1: got to calliope I did I got through calliope I didn't get to the cats one or the any of the two after that um I didn't like it until the calliope one I I, I was having a absolutely horrific time reading this between being so tired I literally could not see the pages um, last night as I was trying to read through it um, I, I yeah I skipped massive portions of the ones prior to Calliope um, because I couldn't I couldn't read the print. Uh, yeah yeah <laughs> but it, it goes into the problems I have with comics anyway I don't like the structure of comics I don't like having to figure out which bubble I'm supposed to be reading next um, did I read it out of order do I have to go back and read it again to read it in the correct order so that the conversation is flowing appropriately um, so I'll talk specifically about Calliope I'm like okay Neil Gaiman's got a muse locked in his attic I, that, that's what I decided at the end of that that he was he was admitting <laughs> to the world that he he captured a muse he's got her locked in his closet and that's why he's so good at what he does um <laughs> Yeah, I was wondering I if you
0: were gonna think that. Yeah, that's what like, I got out That's the conclusion it. Kim's gonna reach. I was reading that earlier today, and I was like, Kim's totally gonna think yep. he's confessing
1: something. um yep. <laughs> I don't think he'd rape her though. He seems like too nice of a guy to to. Oh, <laughs> I'm good. We have a. a... <laughs> we have a line. Yeah, I don't. It's I don't. Neil Gaiman would rape somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh i I
0: shouldn't be surprised, given the tone of these issues that we are already jumping to that weirdness. I'm just like <laughs> oh, that's, all, um, that's, that's all I got, okay, so I've got to ask, but it sounds like you skipped a more a majority of it. What did you think of the serial convention?
1: Oh, I thought that was pretty um. I knew about it ahead of time, so there was no, that I, when it was cereal spelt like the food you eat, mm-hmm. I wasn't like, oh, okay, you know, it's it's a cereal convention. Um, although I know there are conventions that are that stupid. Um, <laughs> no reflection on people who are really into cereal. Um, but, <laughs> um, but no, I thought it was funny. Uh, the, the big guy that was helping um, Funland. no the the oh dude, fiddler's green, green. Yeah, Fiddler green, Gilbert fiddler's green. green yeah. yeah um i thought i thought in the beginning he was going to be a serial killer and that he was kind of manipulating her there um so i'm assuming he comes up again later on and and so you must have missed that chunk
0: no, so what happens is at you there's probably a chunk that you got confused with because it got it gets really weird because Rose becomes the vortex. and she ends up in the dream, and dream says, "I have to kill you now in order to stop the vortex." And I caught all that, ok. Gilbert shows up yeah. and turns back into the green, yeah, and that's it. That's I, I think he comes up again as the green, but like he never comes back again as Gilbert.
1: Um, yeah. yeah. That's was- weird.
0: It's weird. The whole thing is weird. <laughs> I'm messing with Sarah.
2: Sorry.
0: No, I think she's just rubbing her fingers.
2: I'm just moving you know. my
1: fingers. Yeah. Bored. Um. It's, an, it's a. Is it? It's a ADD trait. Count your fingers. I do. I do that all the time. I, I used to do it a lot more. Finger tapping. One, two, I do three, finger tapping. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. I, I, I. Mm. <laughs> Large chunks of my life spent counting my fingers.
0: So, uh, you thought Gilbert Green, so Fiddler's Green, was going to be a serial killer, but he wasn't. Yep. Instead, the inspiration for serial killers was there the corinthian what did you think of the corinthian
2: um
1: (laughs) yeah i i i I would have to really explain last night in the weird place I was I was really tired it's been a long (laughs) week I can't even put it into words okay okay I'm not only learning a new thing that I'm doing at work but I'm doing it in like a hundred degree heat with a hundred percent humidity in a foreign country um where the food is not appealing to me even remotely and and we'll leave it at that because I'm sure the food is good but so we're eating I like for dinner last night I had um a cup of soup but not so it's the ramen, but it's the cup of soup ramen. So it's crap ramen, not just bad ramen, but crap ramen. That was my dinner last night. Um, and it's really hot. I asked them to turn down the heat the, the, to make it colder in my room. They can't. They're, their system set up. So I'm stuck at 22 degrees Celsius and losing my mind. Um, yeah.
0: But you need start that, carrying
1: a personal fan. I looked at buying one yesterday. And I, we, we might be going um, to the store. I might be buying another sorry I won't 71
2: worry. degrees is too hot for you
1: yeah yes it is
2: that's why i always freezing i just closed my house.
1: blinds because <laughs> the sun was coming in the window so that i could cave into this room and make it colder i am dying and then you know add to this i'm going through perimenopause so i have hot flashes on on the regular yeah i'm in misery oh <laughs> <laughs> <All> right that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I okay, the Corinthian. Um so he is supposed to be the original serial killer. Is the, the so, so the he premise behind die? is there's been so, serial
0: killers for a long time. So the premise is he is the American dream of a serial killer. So he's created um before dream gets stuck. He then escapes while dream is stuck. And starts traveling throughout the United States. Escapes
1: well, Oh, he's a, a dream. He's a dream. He's uh, a nightmare. He's a nightmare. Okay, I get it and now. So I just assumed he, he was a solar, serial killer. Just a regular. He
2: one. is. With but, regular but, teeth in his eyes.
1: <laughs> okay, well,
2: there were sunglasses through most of it. I didn't realize so, he had teeth for eyes. So- when he bit off the guy's fingers, when the guy tried to gouge out his eyes, that didn't like clue you. Mm-hmm. And again. You want me to go through the
1: tirade of how
2: tired yes, I was? That can, I please. couldn't
1: even if I I couldn't even read Sarah, print last night. Don't, <laughs> don't egg her on. Um, <laughs> so yeah,
0: he's a nightmare, but he's the perversion on the idea of the American dream.
1: Okay, I, get um, I get it now. What do I think okay. of him? He's cool. In a has teeth for eyeballs sort of way.
0: I Okay, so he is one of the characters I'm most excited for. He come, like different iterations come of him come back again and again and again because he's a nightmare. He'd just be recreated um, and Dream hints that he's going to recreate him and try to change him so that he's not like that again. Um, I'm also really excited because they've cast Boyd Hallbrook as him and I could Whom? not picture a Whom? more uh, Whom? Boyd Hallbrook. Boyd Hallbrook.
2: Boyd yes, he was Boyd. in
0: Boyd B. Um, He was in the Hatfield and McCoys. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah, in I Logan. Like yeah, and in Logan. Yeah. Yeah, he's so he's going, I could not picture a better Corinthian than
1: actually him. He actually I think looks he... a lot like how he's drawn in the comics. Yeah, it's...
0: yeah. <laughs> and I know it's he'll be able to do like the charismatic, darker tone that comes through with the Corinthian. Um, so, but I find it, the, the whole perversion of the American dream fascinating and all of these serial killers, like worshiping him as we're looking at the different iterations of serial killers, because, oh my God, I'm a white woman. So yes, I find serial killers fascinating. Um, (laughs) uh, so I liked seeing like how they reacted to him and how he egged them on and then you turn around and he's facing morpheus and he's scared <laughs> um it's like what scares a nightmare
2: the creator of nightmares
0: the creator of nightmares yeah, the one that can
2: uncreate him like easily yeah
0: yeah, yeah. so um and i find it interesting that we then at the same time have rose accidentally ending up there and having no clue of the effect she's having on the dreams, and on the serial killers.
1: Um, yeah, I didn't think that was executed very well. I, I, I don't know what a vortex of dreams is. It, it, I don't... So, Again,
0: maybe I was tired. Yeah, the premise behind the vortex is that if Morpheus does not kill the vortex, it will shatter like the dream bubbles that everyone has and so we were given that by everyone in the house um they all had their own separate dreams but as rose began to get more powerful she started breaking down the barriers of their dreams and their dreams started to intermingle and they were starting to lose their sanity
1: um so morpheus so i think where i got confused on that because we went from the hotel where the serial killers were having back to the house in a panel instantly yeah yeah, and it was just like, okay, whatever. I, I don't understand what's going on.
0: Yeah, and so that's what's going on, is he has to stop her from being a vortex. However, there's then the caveat of um, Unity shows up, because Unity was supposed to be the vortex. But Desire took advantage of Dream being trapped, and impregnated unity so that or cause the impregnated unity because then as we get to the end of that he faces off with desire and they and says to him you were trying to set me up to kill my own blood um because the endless can't attack each other outright so rose was actually desire's child granddaughter um granddaughter yeah thank you Sorry. Uh, so Rose was his, was their granddaughter and Desire keeps trying to set up Dream to fail. <laughs> so um, I just, I liked the complex, I love the complexity of that situation and how it plays out and I cannot wait to see because I'm sure it's going to be what most of the season is about. Um, is him breaking free and then the dream vortex because i know they've cast a rose they are going through the dream vortex situation um so yeah I, i'm excited by that I, you, neither of you look like <laughs> terribly
1: excited well sarah's not going to watch it we've already determined that so yes and I'm i don't know. watch it i'm just
2: good i was gonna say in rereading this section i mean it's interesting but I do feel that the resolution is a letdown where it's like unity appears. And she's like, Oh, hey, I was supposed to be the dream vortex. So you can just kill me instead. Give me this jewel heart thing that was in your chest. And Dream is like, Well, I don't know what's going on, but sure, this seems to have fixed everything. And then just like, <laughs> That's it. It's like, it felt like a cop out. I don't think I got that feeling the first time I read it, but the second time I was like, Okay, then. That was all very easy and neat. It is a neat
0: ending in that moment, but I think I think it was a twofold thing. Is one, um, a creation of why all of the rogue dreams kept being drawn towards the same person. So there had to be something special about rogues. Why did the Corinthian, why did Gilbert, why do um I can't remember the name of the other two, end up interacting with that family? And then I think the other thing is it's setting up the overall conflict of the siblings and desire being fickle. And, I mean, without giving spoilers, you know, just like antagonistic towards dream. And so it's setting up that overall conflict that's going to lead to the eventual end of this entire thing.
1: So, which you and I know, but Kim doesn't. I was gonna say having not read this right now, Dream seems so unbelievably passive to me, um, and it's it's it, it makes me not particularly attracted to the character. I'm 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 not I'm not understanding the fascination with Dream and why he is so central. Well, obviously because it's the Sandman, but blah 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 blah. Um, so.
0: Yeah. The kind of the key thing here for this portion of it and I it's definitely going to be interesting how they handle it with the show is dream is very passive at this point. He has to repair something, but he was already struggling with his interest in the dreaming and then he became trapped and disconnected from it and now has to go through the process of obtaining his things and repairing and he's lost the sense of what his role is supposed to be and the reason we can look at this is because we start to meet other secondary characters that start show us his previous explorations with a humanity so we meet hob who's the guy who comes back every hundred years um Ooh. and that stream that come trying up in
2: these yes oh oh yeah yeah okay the guy who comes up every hundred years sorry Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 Sorry, I said
0: Hob. H O B. Yeah.
2: It just took my brain a second.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So that's setting up to remember, too. For one of the ways that Dream is trying to explore humanity um, and why it matters and why he should care about it as the Lord of Dreams.
1: Then there is Calliope, who. Okay. I need to pause for a second. Okay. Hold up that goddamn book. Hmm. Anyway, go on. We're talking about Hob
0: yes no calliope i was saying um oh. we then we meet. get off of hob I'm so i literally said quickly. then there's calliope and you went wait 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 hold on a second okay go
1: ahead <laughs> and so i, distracted I was distracted by the giant book
0: <laughs> <laughs> what i'm saying is that calliope is another point where we're starting to explore his not humanity but like his sense of relationships beyond just being an endless um, because we're told that he, he and Calliope had a child
2: oh you know I would just want to say that he must have been an enormous asshole before he got trapped because she's like oh he won't care he won't help me and it's like no since I've been in the same situation I will help you now and it's like do you really have to be captured and held captive for to have any 80 years yeah. To, yeah it's like okay Dick?
0: Um, exactly. I, yeah, actually, I think that very much is the case with the endless. Is there very much a sense that they don't understand things until they experience them or explore them?
2: Well, um, death is pretty empathetic, but she hasn't died, I, uh, unless she like experiences it. Oh,
1: hmm. Amber is giving you a look.
2: <laughs> it's been too long since I read this I know. series. <laughs>
0: i was like really really you, you've completely not utterly forgotten okay that key part with death that key issue
1: okay.
2: okay i'm not gonna say anything one way or another because like yeah if i do it's probably a spoiler
0: <laughs> yes it is <laughs> so um yeah i mean that's that's the whole idea of all of this is that They have such a disconnect. Um, And I mean, one could argue that Desire at this point is trying to force Morpheus to have a connection of some sort, to have consequences. And Morpheus is doing everything in his power to be ambivalent. And that maybe is not going to turn out great for him.
2: I have hiccups. My (laughs) condolences. So, um
1: yeah so what happens in the the comic with death in it no i didn't get that far oh <laughs> oh um you're
0: gonna make she... me read it well i'm gonna read it uh oh i you, you like ask for the one that i didn't finish reading okay
2: never um, mind i'll read it but, oh I'll do you mean it. with the weird metamorph yeah metamorph. Person. yeah
1: yeah I, I don't know what oh, happened
2: i hated it. that I one <laughs> so boring
0: it
2: is. Oh, okay. It's just she it's a woman who's and She's like, Oh, what do I do? And then she like looks at the sun and she turns into salt. Um the end.
1: Yeah. It's it's
2: that's literally um, the whole thing.
1: So she managed to go through her entire existence without ever looking at the sun?
2: No, um, it was more like you have to talk to Ra and like ask him for help. So she's like, Oh, please make me normal and I guess that just meant Killing, killing her instead. Um
0: it, it's it's one of those I can't remember what it builds to but a lot of these like little issues build to overall concepts so like um we have the issue with Hob and the revisiting and they mention um Mad Hattie in that one and you meet Joanna Constantine for the first time uh which will she'll come back again um
1: and then you also she's an ancestor of John Constantine
0: Yeah, yeah, she is. She's an ancestor of John Constantine, although for the show they don't have John Constantine, and I think they give her Hobbes' ability to, like, keep coming back or something. Um, because they've said they've adjusted the Constantines because they couldn't couldn't slash didn't want to offer up another version of John Constantine um, at the time. So, uh, so, that situation builds. We meet certain secondary characters, and certain characters are mentioned that'll come back again. Um, Calliope sets up his issues with relationships and also, like, his failures to actually have connections. Um, There's then the Midsummer Night's Dream, which allows us to keep seeing uh, his influences on William Shakespeare, which is great.
1: (laughs) Did I did Sarah ugh? that, even though I didn't read that comic, so.
0: Or did Kim
1: ug? Mm-mm,
0: which of no, you Sarah. ugged? Sarah, okay. No, Sarah.
1: <laughs> She's like, wasn't me, wasn't me.
2: <laughs> I wanted to skip the chapter, but I couldn't remember it was important, so I read it, and I was like, nope, just about what I remember. So Pointless. so I
1: think the thing I find weirdest about this is at, at some point, these came out as individual comics and, and mm-hmm. you know, it would be released, what, once? A month? I don't know mm-hmm. how often these were yeah. released. But well, I can't imagine month. people went from one of these to the next to the next to the next, waiting for the next comic to come out. There, th- None of these is that... Gripping. Yeah.
2: But it was... Compared to other comics that might have been coming out at the time, though, it yeah. might have been more interesting.
1: and, and Or more it deep. was did Gaiman write these don't... before he wrote books, or was Gaiman already Gaiman and then he wrote these? I mean, he's always been Gaiman because he was raised and born that way. But you know <laughs> what I mean.
0: Did you become Gaiman, or was Gaiman <laughs> presented to you? Um, give me just a moment, because I'm looking to see if I can see like
1: his. Because I love his the... play on mythology, but this this is this is some weird ass shit
2: uh just dreams Dreams are strange yeah Yeah,
1: Again, he's got somebody locked in his closet (laughs) because that's even in that in that where when the guy starts having endless dreams um, yeah and he becomes inspired via dream instead of via the muse um
0: okay just this
1: chaotic erratic shit that was that was the chaos of dreams which is these comics it was yeah anyway go ahead
0: okay so in the early 1980s he pursued journalism conducting interviews and writing book reviews which included him writing his first book which is a biography for the band dran dran um then (laughs) (laughs) cheval uh then in the 1980s he wrote don't panic the official hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy companion and following that he wrote the opening of what would become his collaboration with uh terry pratchett for um good omens but i guess it like started as a comic novel yeah so a comic novel then he switched over in the late 80s doing comic books because he became friends with alan moore um, then he started also doing novels while doing the various comic books that he was doing which included also uh, a lot of DC ones and then also the book of magic books of magic which a lot of people have pointed out was like Harry Potter before Harry Potter and then so eventually he went into good radio omens and came
1: film. first but he wrote good omens with Pratchett not on his he own
0: started on good omens hadn't finished it um he just okay. started that's his first like endeavor into more fantasy like fiction as opposed okay. to reality and then he shifted into comics then he went to full-on writing novels and doing some comics then okay, cool. radio then television Yep.
1: and now no, he does everything it. <laughs> it, it it helps me to recognize that he's just beginning to explore his twists on mythology in this rather than where he has then progressed into um because good Omens, i wouldn't say is a twist on mythology it's just kind of a twist on religion which
2: is that not a mythology
1: yeah that's what i was gonna say which anyone can argue is a mythology Just christian
2: mythology yeah,
0: I would yeah. say, yeah, this uh, Sandman is our first, his first like really exploring. He's going to play with Greek mythos. We've obviously last time saw an idea of playing with uh, African storytelling.
1: We have well, playing and, and with Turning into Salt is, is I can't remember which, which biblical story it is. Jewish, I, I
0: believe, um, for the golem.
2: No. Anyway, no, there's also, like, isn't there one in Christianity, Lot Lot's wife or something turns Lot's wife yeah.
0: oh Lot's wife, yeah, sorry. Yeah, um yeah. and then obviously he's playing but around then, with Shakespeare's history
2: wasn't that also a thing in Greek mythology with uh, Orpheus like leading his dead wife out of the underworld and if he turned around, she she either disappeared or did she turn to salt or something happened?
0: I don't think she turns to salt. she can't leave the underworld um he's just okay if he looks back I'm trying. Over, yeah. Okay, give me just a second. Which, by the way, Sarah, nice, straight on, because Orpheus is Dream and Calliope's child
1: in this. And Orpheus, and you're. Eurydice. Eurystides is is great so that's, yes um that's Lot's wife so it, it, lot the story of Lot while in the library is is Greek mythology also according to what I'm glancing at quickly right
2: now uh just a second
1: or maybe it's always Greek mythology and I it's not in
0: no, Bible? it's in Genesis 19 in the Bible. Okay. Um, and there is actually still a pillar to this day that they believe to be Lot's wife. There's a pillar of salt. It's located
1: in... Uh, where is it? Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't naturally created.
0: Uh, let's see here. No, because it barely looks
1: like a
2: woman.
0: <laughs> uh it 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 it, it doesn't i mean i can see where someone looked at it and went oh that's a woman made out of salt but like it's (laughs) um where is it so when they hurried on by lot's wife out of curiosity and longing for all she had at sodom looked back and so instantly she became a pillar of salt um So it's um, Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. Um, So God sends an angel to bring Lot and his family out of Sodom. And I'm probably saying that wrong and I apologize. Um, And when she looks back, she gets turned into a pillar of salt as opposed to actually getting to continue on.
2: Of course. Okay, anyways, where
1: all of this originated from is this is the beginning of him exploring playing with mythology and, and spinning it on its head. Yeah. And combining, I like the fact that he combines mythologies, you know, it doesn't just, he doesn't just stick with Greek mythology. He kind of says that all the mythology exists within, within our world. And so it has to exist amongst each other.
0: Well, and to clarify, and this is what I couldn't remember because I hadn't read it. Um, the woman is actually a DC comic book hero character named element girl oh. um so he's taking a dc character and playing around with a concept from the past um and so this actually takes place where um he is looking at what happens to element girl after she no longer is necessary as a superhero so her body is made up of different elements, but it traps her into this, like, weird, horrific form where she can't really function with people anymore, and she wants it to be done with, hence her trying to seek her death and death helping her. But the salt is probably a nod to
2: the pillar of salt. Yeah, we don't even know if it's salt, it's just, like, a white, uh white-ish powdery look to it so maybe it's like sand or something
0: we've um, no. no i think it says the word salt in there oh uh, unfortunately maybe. i put my big volume back so i can't remember but i
1: i'm in the darker i would look because i got it sitting right here but i can't, i wouldn't i couldn't it read looks the last time like <laughs> yeah.
0: um i think it was salt okay but unfortunately i can't get to my big copy at the moment to double check Any other thoughts on these issues? It is a lot of like, uh, this is all building, it's setting up. And I'm actually kind of curious to see what they're going to lean into for the first season to make it a dynamic story to bring people back in multiple seasons. Um, Particularly because we don't get the chance to meet more of the Endless. We've only met, I bet about, we've had all of them, all of them, but the lost one mentioned um, but we've only really had interactions with desire and death and despair briefly, very, very briefly.
1: Yeah, but I, I seriously doubt we're going to just stick to these comics. If they follow what has been done with other adaptations recently, they're going to pull a lot from the future and plop within the, pr- the present, so to speak, um, in order to draw people into the longer story.
0: Yeah. I don't think the last I heard I don't think that they've cast the delirium they have cast desire Um, I know we're getting the weird dream vortex because they have cast rose and they showed an image of the CGI for ten bones which was in Barbie's dreams Um, and from what I understand Gaiman was the reason why it's taken so long for them to do an adaptation is because he has been very much in control of how he wants it adapted Mm -hmm. um and so i'm kind of curious to see how it'll change versus how true to origins he'll stick particularly given the way good omens was handled Uh, because you you've read the book sarah right good omens i don't think i've finished it was it pretty spot on
1: in terms of the show to book adaptation it's been
2: a while since i saw the show my my memory of it, it is one.
1: that it stayed almost dead spot on to the point where people are like how the fuck are we having a season two
2: um <laughs> i do wonder about the season two because they covered the, the whole book yeah so they totally covered 100
1: percent of the book but um, i also vaguely remember him talking to because when we went and saw him uh yeah at the, the theater um at, or at the cemetery. they just they discussed Pratchett and Gaiman discussed making it a tv show and where so I wouldn't be surprised if they like outlined where they would go with these characters if they went further um
0: yeah I got that same same implication too is is one that Pratchett very much wanted it to be turned into a tv show um and two that there was potential content that could be further explored beyond just what was in the books and what he basically gave his lesson they would have
1: covered that book the way they did because like i said i've read the book re more recently it's been a couple years um and watched the show i have
0: two now that i think about it
1: but it it almost dead on ends the same way that the book ends The, the yeah anyway I can't remember the details at the moment. So
0: yeah, so it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if this is actually pretty spot on. Um, well, I know the big thing is with with Stardust it got changed so much that he then was very cautious after that, but he did like the Coraline adaptation. Um, so he's, he's not not against changes, right? Did Coraline change a lot. Um, from what I understand, just a little bit, like in terms of the story structure, but not massively. Yeah, I think um, so. Stardust did though. I haven't read
1: Coraline.
2: I read um, Coraline after I saw the movie, um, but again, this was years ago, so it's gone out of my memory at this point.
0: And then we actually are getting another one of his stuff is being turned into a movie for Disney Plus, uh, The Graveyard Book, which I'm excited about. Graveyard
1: Cemetery Boys, no. right? No, oh. that's another TV show. Cemetery that's a different Boys one. Something else.
0: That's something else, though they are referenced in Sandman. Um
1: are the doing a TV books, show for that? I yes. thought I just read that Cemetery Boys is being made into something.
0: It's Okay. Cemetery Boys so is being made confused. into a TV show. Those characters are first introduced in Sandman, but like Lucifer, they eventually got their own spin-off storyline. So someone else took his concept and he oh. gave the blessing for them to write their own thing Wait,
2: so this is not cemetery boys by aiden thomas
0: no not not cemetery boys by aiden thomas sorry no this is not cemetery boys uh <laughs> ghost boy detectives it's the ghost boy detectives
2: oh oh okay god i'm the so confused.
0: graveyard book is a i was like oh grade- that's
2: cool i didn't know they were doing that one <laughs> no they're not they're not
0: sorry it's the ghost detective boys um <sighs> the book the movie I'm talking about is Disney plus is doing the graveyard book, which is a jungle book at like retelling, but set in a graveyard that Gaiman wrote for like middle grade. Have we confused everyone now?
2: Is everyone properly confused? I I understand that cemetery boys by Aiden Thomas is not being adapted into a TV show or movie at this time. (laughs) I don't think so. And then I stopped listening because I, did not care about the other parts because I don't. I never read Graveyard Book or anything like that.
1: I'm so glad I that you listen when you care. Was by <laughs> Game and So here you go.
2: Kim, are you excited no. about the aragon series? No. What? <laughs>
1: oh, oh, gone. Oh, yeah, not. I didn't not... know they they're making it into a series. You mean the book where a, watch a, it? a child completely plagiarized Anne McCaffrey yeah. and became. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's going on
1: famous Disney.
2: because yeah, kind of like Lord of the Rings too. At the same time, and McCarthy. Oh yeah, he just pulled like Lord of the
0: Rings. Yeah, different yeah. elements from different books and shoved them all into one. But
2: I mean, Shannara Chronicles. Come on, was that not the same concept of just ripping off of a different franchise? Only the first one. <laughs> the fingers. <laughs> Wait a second.
1: Only the first one.
0: <laughs> Brooks has straight out said sword of shannara was fan fiction and if he could remove it he would but from there it is fully his concept but yes he very much recognizes he took lord of the rings
1: and Don't turned be it into his on own our favorite story. authors <laughs>
0: <laughs> listen he owns that shit he knows that he took fan fiction
1: at least there's that and, and the kid who wrote Aragorn ha- has said yes that he pretty much plagiarized the other books but um, that doesn't mean I'm gonna even crack a spine on one of those books ever. Not More when you've never gotten oh, the never Dragon Riders of Show book, movie show. Right. Not thing. when they haven't made Dragon Riders of Per into a movie. Because <laughs> totally uh, I
2: feel like it just they wouldn't do it well.
1: Well, that and that's the thing. She actually sold it twice and then bought it back. Um mm-hmm. and then they were working on ad- adapting it. Um to the point where she actually got to ride a dragon. Um, they they had set up mechanics in order to put wow. people on a dragon based on her style of dragon. And she got to ride that dragon. Um, and then she passed away shortly thereafter. And I don't know what the kids are doing with it, but from what I understand, they shit all over the series anyway, with their adaptations. So I've yeah. I've read one
2: i heard one as well and i was like that is enough because this is not good (laughs) no not good
1: not well written shit all over her 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 history legacy in in pern yeah Uh, yeah all right, now that you we guys can't go shoot. through a podcast without discussing <laughs> Dragon Riders of Purse at least once.
2: It, 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 it we didn't mention it in Seven Husbands of Evelyn yeah. So we should probably go back and just do a quick add on and be like, well, <laughs> actually, this reminds me of a flip. Uh, Dragon Riders of Purse. I, I could tie any
1: book to Dragon Riders of Purse. So give me a minute. <laughs> Anyways, <I'll get> <laughs> I think
0: now that we have completely shifted 110% away from Gaiman... This might be time to end this episode.
2: Yeah, yeah if you want I don't, to. I don't have anything else to say.
0: Okay, so then I guess it, that leads me to the question. Would you guys want to come back and discuss this again sometime in the future?
2: Like these same chapters again? Not
0: these same <laughs> chapters again. Like as in the next time they set up for season two, do we want to come back and reread them? And discuss them before the next season comes out, kind of situation. Does it interest you enough to reread again, Sarah?
2: Does it interest I mean, you like to a read a year again? from now? So.
1: Okay, so here's what I'll say if we do it, yes. But you guys are going to totally rem- <laughs> You're gonna have to totally remind me what happened in these. Because have now read these. No, listen. Listen, I've read these twice. And I don't remember them until I read them the second time. I'm telling read you, them. you're
0: gonna read them. you're gonna obsess about the show, and it won't matter. It's gonna be your next obsession, no, and you'll just know it. I'm telling know. you, I'm calling it now. I am, I am Listen. calling you, saying that this is gonna be like Umbrella Academy level obsession going on. We'll have to do a um, little
1: 13 second little uh, podcast where we discuss whether I'm actually obsessed with the new. Yep, yep, TV the reaction.
0: Even if we're not doing a
1: reaction with Sarah. um, yep all right yeah sarah I mean, you listen can listen to us rant about it that's pretty much yeah. what happens some of these podcasts anyway because sarah's <laughs> just like i don't give a fuck and then she lays back on her bed and 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 we we just go on and on and on
0: <laughs> anyways on that note next time we are going to be doing stuck with you with allie hazelwood um this will be us returning to those short stories and then we'll be heading towards our Halloween stuff. Uh, we haven't finalized short stories for our Halloween yet, though I have some ideas. Um, so you'll have to keep an eye on the website to see what we're going to be doing, when we're going to be doing them. And note,
1: yeah. Your dad and I are finalizing the flights this weekend. We haven't oh, done okay. that yet. So we can get I, out to Colorado to read The Shining.
0: We um, hadn't
2: announced that yet, but spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> now, let's hope that plane doesn't get canceled.
1: Oh. On Sarah, that note. Really? No, really quick. Note, no, no, no. Let me tell Sarah this. After, okay. let me
0: close this out. No.
1: On oh, close that out.
0: note. Our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called The Battle of the Nile from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Book Pile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. You can also email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Now you can tell her about the plan.